Welcome back to your favorite podcast, De-Influenced. I'm here with my boo. Jordan. Jordan. Um, how was our week? It was kind of a, it's been a little bit of a stressful, hectic week, yeah? You know, every week is stressful and hectic. But you know what was different about this week? It's the holidays. No, I was immobile. Yeah, well that too. That makes it a lot more challenging. So I woke up on Monday and I had, I thought it was a crick in my neck. It kind of just felt that way. Come to find out, it was a pinched nerve, which I've never had a pinched nerve before. But it would shoot from my like upper neck all the way down my back to my shoulder. And so that's why I was like, okay, this is, this is different. It was also kind of like debilitating where I was like, I cannot get out of bed. And I think what happened was, see what happened was, I think that bike ride that we went on on Sunday with the kids, which was so fun. Also, mind you, it was an electric bike. Yeah, I was so. going to say, you better clarify because that was not a real bike ride. But here's what happened was I haven't ridden a bike in so long. And like electric bikes, like you can you can change the power, like how much it carries you. And you kept telling me to go like level five. I was yeah. like, no, honey, like I'm going level two. Like I'm still trying to get some, uh, like an exercise. You yeah. know, I didn't want the bike to just carry oh, me. I'm just straight level five. Yeah, you were just flying. Yeah. And I was like, I still want to get like, you know, my muscles going. And so I still was putting some work, but I think what it was, it was so cold outside, so windy that I was so clenched when we were riding that I think I like pinched a nerve, probably from my tension. We've uh, we've talked about this before, but every masseuse that touches Danny's body <laughs> says it's they they actually are in shock. They usually at touch how me. Much they stress. go, "Wow, yeah, it's bad." Oh wow! Like they're they they touch me and they're like, "You you are odd and you have no stress." This is like peanut butter. Yeah, and they touch Danny and they're like, "This person." They they like call in other masseuses. Like, like, it's like we're gonna need some backup over here. It's like three room on one. seven. Yeah, it's I true. um. Very briefly, when you woke up that morning and you were like, babe, I am in so much pain at three in the morning. I kind of was just like, I thought you were being a baby. Just for a second. Yeah. Just for a second. No, I was it makes like, sense. I was like, wait a second. You, you know, we all, we all sleep wrong. Like yeah. it's okay. No, You're it gonna was survive. different. I get that because, and here's the other thing. Like I get that. Like, I don't want to be that gal. Like, yeah. I don't want to be that baby. I don't want to be that needy girl. It's so annoying for me too. But it was so bad that I felt like I couldn't even reach for the Advil myself. Um, but I wasn't being baby. No, it really it, does hurt. It's persisted. It's persisted. It got worse over four or five days. I went to the chiropractor because everyone in my DMs is like, you know, and like, I'm a chiro believer. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love a good chiropractor. I love a good crack. I love some... You know, I'm into like the functional medicine. Like I dabble, I do belong on But you it. know how many people are not? Doctors. Oh, oh yes. There's a war hidden beneath the United States of America and it is a war between doctors and, and chiropractors. They, they do not, do like, do each not other. like each other. It's kind of like doctors and, and doulas. Doctors and doulas, yeah. Doctors they go, and doulas. They go at it. Do they're like, do not let a doula in my delivery room at all. Yeah. Ever. And then it's the same thing with like lawyers and chiropractors. Cause lawyers deal with all of the lawsuits from like when 
chiropractors go wrong chiropractic but see that's like kind of a beneficial relationship like yeah. they like kind of it's like oh i want you to break my client because then i can sue you no but lawyers that are also on the flip side or where they see it and they're like do you know how many cases i've dealt with where like this person like broke their neck from a chiropractor so then they're like danny don't go to the chiropractor yeah but it's just a different type of animosity between chiropractors and doctors because yeah. it's an intellectual uh pride between both of them it's like and an intellectual debate on the bones no, of the body. A hundred percent. And babe, like, you know, the hardest part about it is I trust both of them. I know that's what's like, hard. When I'm at the Cairo, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like screw doctors. Like I'm not going to the doctor. I'm like, you're going to fix me with just a twist of the neck. And then I'm at the doctor. I'm like, ah, screw chiropractors. Like they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they didn't go just, to med school. You just totally play both sides. <laughs> I am just a fair weather fan. I but just, she had I'm a just, little, she had a little, I'm here to um, please. she had a diploma, the chiropractor. Who? Well, yes, babe. They still have to go to like school. They're not just out there cracking bones like. Well, I know, but who's certifying them then? The school of chiropractics. Oh, okay. I don't All know. Right. I made that up, but I mean, it is like a. It's a program. I mean, put it this way: I was pre physical therapy. They were gonna let me do a lot of things if I would have followed through with schooling. So, you know. I don't know, but I think it all helps. The last thing I'll say about chiropractors is when I'm pregnant, they save my back. Right. Oh my gosh. So I have experienced the goodness of a Cairo. So how's you your pain level right now? Scale one to 10. Well, I had to take muscle relaxers. If you really want to know, honestly, I don't really feel that different on muscle relaxers. People say, said that like they'll make you sleepy and stuff. Um, I don't really, <laughs> I was going to ask, are you on one right now? Like, no, I am for sure. <laughs> yeah. I can tell, I can tell by the way that your mouth is moving. Okay, do you know how paranoid I am right now then? I think it's because I just put on like plumping lip gloss. Oh, maybe that's it. I have plumping like lip gloss on. Yeah. Well, how 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 much time before this did you take it? I take it like every six hours. Okay. So I think I took one at like 6 a.m. this morning. So it was so due. It was, it was time. <laughs> no, but I actually, I genuinely, like I would tell you, I don't feel anything. I feel like, I, I honestly, I feel tired, but I think that's more because I went to bed at like 1230 and woke up at yeah. six. Well, and you, you did something big today. <sighs> she had her first groundwork session of our inten- marriage intensive. Do you know that I talked about myself for four hours? Yeah, it was hard on you, I bet. Four hours. You know, and I was embarrassed by the amount of times that I had to be like, sorry, can I go pee? Like I pee, you know how much I pee. Yeah. I pee a lot. And it was just him and I in that small little room. So like every time I left, like it was like, like we're like talking about like the deepest, my deepest, darkest secrets. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, can I go pee this again? Is a, this is a true story. True story happened two hours ago. She gets in the car and I'm like, babe, how is it? Or how was it? And she goes, ah, you know, if I've learned anything about myself, it's I can take something negative and I can always spin into a positive. And I was like, all right, that's what she learned. And I go, I go is that a good thing or a bad thing? And you're like, hmm, I think it's probably a good thing. And there's one thing I learned about myself. I can figure out or manipulate every negative situation in my life to be a positive. True. I'm excited for that. I think that that is going to be a great way to start a 2024 is kind of like reassessing everything, looking back so that we can build a better foundation, moving forward, figuring out exactly the type of parents we want to be. I'm excited for it. 2024 is a year of going after it. We've had a very special week. We've done um, marriage intensives. My mom. We had a great night with your mom at Regen. You want to tell them what Regen is? Um, So Regen is like a 12-step discipleship program typically run through churches and it's like a 
recovery ministry, but you can be recovering from all sorts of things. Like a lot of the times they're like, my name is Sally and I'm recovering from pride and resentfulness. People pleasing. People pleasing. Depression. Um, So it's a little bit more broad versus like just a substance abuse like Well, sometimes it is substance. Sometimes Sometimes it's alcoholism. Sometimes it's uh, fear, whatever it is. But if you really think about it, we probably all have something to work on and quote unquote recover from. So it's more of like a program for anyone and everyone. There's a lot of stories of like, um, you know, husbands going with their wives and being like, I'm just here to support her. And then the husbands end up being like in recovery for a lot of issues. And so it's a good program. I want to speak to this a little bit more because... I, I feel like your mom, I, I want to make sure that she gets enough credit for what she's done for this because I will say it, I've noticed the people in my life, the boomers in my life, like that, um, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. No, no, we just factually, um, the state of the generation. People that like, as you get older, and I even feel this for myself, it is so difficult to change, mm-hmm. so challenging to actually be like, I identify a problem in my life and I'm going to work on it. I feel like a lot of times people that age are like, I am the way that I am, accept me for the way that I am. If you don't like it, move on. And, um, you know, your mom said she was recovering from things like people pleasing and like there were some other, other things. And I like admire her so much for the fact that she finished the whole pro it's a year long program and stuck with it. It is so rare to find people that actually like stick with it. I even started the program like three years ago and I went to like two, two, two weeks and I was like, this is too much for I mean, me. Honestly, you and me both. Yeah. We, we both tried it and I was like, it's a lot of like commitment lot. Yeah. and you, there's a lot of steps to it. And so I just have so much respect for people like that. You don't have to be perfect at what you do and you don't have to like have it all figured out. But the fact that you're working on yourself, like I, I just love her. I think that's, I think she's setting such a good example for like our kids and for everyone in our family. So yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll be like super vague about it, but like, you know, my mom had a very, very rough childhood. Like she basically didn't have a mom, didn't have a dad. She took care of her siblings, you know? And so I think that like, you just carry a lot of that trauma and you're right for generation X boomers. I think it's just like, it's not built into the the culture to like get help any, anywhere. It's like, it's like, don't ask, don't talk about it, move on, you know? And I think that her doing that was very impressive. So respectable. So we love her. We're so proud of her. We love our family and we're hoping and praying that in 2024, we're able to take our family to Atlanta, baby. For Family Feud, (laughs) America's favorite TV show. So if y'all watched my stories this week, you saw we had our final edition for Family Feud. Um, There were like, I think four or five other families in the running that day. So this lady that interviewed us, which it was all over Zoom. So ever since COVID, they started doing all of their um, auditions over over Zoom, which also is like kind of hard because you're not getting the energy from everyone. Yeah. Like but you we would. left the energy. Yeah, we we brought at least we, we had four so people much. here, but like Landon and Luke were, you know, Zooming from like yeah. their bedrooms, and um, it was very interesting. What what was the question that they asked us? Oh, they asked us. Um, Something about slices. So what would you, what, what food do you eat in slices? Yeah. And so we all had to go around and give our answers. Ugh, like um, an idiot. I said pineapples. 
Jordan said pineapple, and then he froze on the second I one. Froze. I absolutely froze. <laughs> I said pizza and bread. Landon came out with watermelon, which was so genius. So I guess we'll we're supposed to hear back pretty soon. We might be meeting Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve would be great to meet. I've heard he's a jolly guy. Yeah, I'm excited. Very sweet guy. The mustache is so prominent. So prominent. So proper. I hear he's a tall guy too. So that'll be fun. We've had a very exciting week. I think my other favorite part of the week was yesterday when you came in and shared uh, oh my everything in, in your spam folder. Yeah, I found like 17 articles about Divi in my spam folder. Like no one ever told me, no one ever showed me. And what was the top one I showed you? I always Camilla forget her Cabello. name. Yes, she loves Divi. She it was like Divi. her number one product. Her number one product for hair growth was Divi, which I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, she also just started dating Drake, apparently, allegedly. Really? Which is like a really, and she was dating Shawn Mendes before. That girl. Jeez, we're so close. I know, we're Uh, so close. What else? There was one, oh, Carrie Carrie Washington. Washington. I love Carrie Washington. She's from Scandal. I love her. Is she from Scandal? Yeah, yeah, she's Olivia Pope. Olivia Pope. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can imagine, I used to like, I just love that show. Man. Um, We had some other like big hairstylists. We had some um, OK Magazine, some Allure. Like it was so cool. How do we not, Find out about this. It's it's really silly. How does like all this work? Um, yeah, so I so I don't know. I mean, we have a PR agency at Divi, and they handle that. But I, I think a lot of this is pretty organic. You yeah. know, I, I think that we gift a lot of the the stylist um, like who, product and just see where it goes. Right, we're big in uh, the nine zero one salon in LA. That's awesome. That I does love like them. Kendall Kendall Jenner, and they actually have like scalp treatments with our product. Um, so good. And so I think that that's how people in LA, like the cool kids, are finding out about it. So but. the one, the, just so y'all know, like the one way that I have been involved with the PR is like sometimes we'll have PR dinners where you go and like you just have a dinner with all these different journalists and influencers and stuff but nothing is ever like confirmed from that you just meet people and you share your story and you share the products with them but I feel like a lot of the people that wrote about us didn't even come to our events so I don't even know they were they were totally totally fresh fresh Oh, I just love it, babe. We're you making got, moves. You got to love a good word of mouth growth track. Well, it helps like legitimize the brand so mm-hmm. much too whenever, because like I can only say so much. Right. And then like, I know that the ingredients are awesome. I know that we're better than every other brand out there, but like I can only, it's like your mom, it's like with my followers, it's like my mom being like, you're the best. I love yeah. you. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. do you just love it? Cause it's your own. And so it's so cool when I see legitimate people using it. So I love it. Moving on to our favorite segment, things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. Fan favorite. Do you know what 2023's word of the year is? I wanted to say bop, or I wanted to say slaps. 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 I wanted to say uh, Taylor Swift used metal in one of her interviews. That was so cool cool of her. That's going to be next year's word of the year for sure now. No, it's actually Riz. Do you know what Riz is? It sounds very inappropriate, but I'm going to be honest with you. I have truly no idea what Riz means, and I would never use that in a sentence. Well, let's keep you cool keep and keep cool. the other moms cool out there. Please Riz do. is a Gen Z slang for style, style, charm, or attractiveness, or the ability to tra- attract a romantic or sexual partner. So if, if I, I think in the context here, if I have Riz, that means like... <laughs> Um, that means that I have sex, you have sexual attraction. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's Rizzy. 
So is it Rizzy or is it Riz? She got Riz. Is it? Let, let me ask the producer. Is it Riz or Rizzy? It can be both. So like he got Riz. He ew, got Riz. I hate that. Ew, ew, ew. I think it's so cool. Riz? Yeah. You know, Riz actually even built, beat out Swifty. Mm. And guess what was number three? You'll never guess. Let me tell you. Tell me. De-influencing. That is so interesting. Okay, so. Here's a question. Who in our life do you think has the most Riz? So like who, who's a vibe? Who's a vibe? They who can be married, but like who walks in and just immediately owns the room? Yeah, it has a vibe. It has some swag. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't know very many swaggy people. I know. It's definitely not me. Uh, it's definitely, you have more Riz than I do. That's for, that's for Riz. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah, not my you, mom. You, you, you kind of prance into rooms and then you pounce. No, I'm trusting. I am not a Rizzy person. No, you are a Rizzy person. No, babe, I love you for that. And listen, I'm going to accept that. Okay. I learned that today that I need to accept accept, accept uh, verbal compliments. Okay. But I'm not a Rizzy person and I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, that's... Who that's, do you think's most Rizzy? So I don't know in our life who has the most Riz, <laughs> but I just want to tell this quick story. Okay, so this is random, but our Divi Christmas party last night. Yeah. There were... One of our employees, Lauren, um, she was like, hey, my friend is here from London yeah. with her dad. Yeah. And she was like, can I bring them in? Was, we were like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More the merrier. This guy, you know who I'm talking about? This girl's dad. Yeah, he had some Was risk. so cool. He looked, I was, like, he looked like a rock star. He was like, yeah, I'm about to retire. And I was like, man, what are you going to do in retirement? And he was like, you know, I think I'm going to get into paragliding <laughs> yeah, and like, sailing. I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to learn to sail. I'm going to get my pilot's license. No, he goes, I'm going to redefine my values and my goals in my life. Take a year. Like he was, he was a cool Cool guy. Yeah, he was like taking his daughter to like a Mavs game. I was like, that dude has Riz. Yeah, he got some Riz. Yeah. So in light of you not knowing what Riz is, I thought that you and other moms would like to be informed on other Gen Z slang Please. terms. Because when Taylor Swift used the word metal, I had to go Google it. It's going <sighs> to turn into a little bit of a quiz, okay? Okay. What about sus? Oh, like she's sus she's suspect yeah like, i'm like good. i don't trust her she's so sus like she's a gossiper she's sus giving the impression that something is questionable or suspicious yeah she's suspicious okay what about bet i'll bet this is what janine says all the time no nah, bet <sighs> wait hold on wait she says nah bet she's like, yeah like you're she's like, like nah bet yeah you're like oh man i got an a on my report she's like, like, like nah bet. like it's like 100 percent. like yeah, bet like 100 like percent um an expression that means i agree or good news I'll bet. Wait, so was I right? Yeah, I think so. So I was right. It's 100%. Yeah, like, like bet. 100%. Yeah, like, oh, good news. Yeah, like, I agree. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeet. Yeet. That sounds like something a horse would eat. <laughs> this one is... Yeet. Let me think. Yo, can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> I can't. I really am struggling on this one. So, like, yeah, like, I guess... <laughs> to use it in a sentence it's like oh you 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 yeet that pen across the room <laughs> throw it like you yeet that like yes. throw it across the room to violently throw an object that you deem to be worthless inferior or just plain garbage oh, so it's like <laughs> wait, wait, uh, it'd be like it'd be like this pen sucks oh yeet that <laughs> I love you. Like, I don't get it though. Oh, I don't either. It's just so <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay. Um, 
This is a common one. You have to know this one. Okay. This is, it's embarrassing if you don't know this oh, one. Oh gosh. No, not just you. I'm talking about the moms. Moms, you better know this. You better know this. Cap. Oh, like no cap. Like, um, like for like oh, hold on. Wait, don't talk. Let me think. Like no cap. I really struggle with the the use of this one too. Okay, like ah, uh, no like cap, the, like no way. Like no way. Or like, wait, hold on. Can you use it in a sentence again? <laughs> no cap. <laughs> like no cap, like like um like she jumped off a building. Like no cap. No, yeah, so no. okay, so let me tell you about like, this. Like no, like I'm for real, like no, like no cap. I'm gonna be honest, I have this friend Brandon, okay? And he uses all of these terms. <laughs> and sometimes I'll say a sentence, I'll be like, Oh yeah, I really liked this meme. And he it's will like no cap. No, no, no. He will just send an emoji of a cap. <gasps> and oh, I, this is how you know you're really out of the times. No, and I have no idea what he means by it. And cap. I, we don't text anymore. Well, tell me what it, using a sentence, no cap. It says cap is another word for lying. So I guess what he's saying is like, if I'm saying this is my favorite meme of all time, he'll just send a cap and be like, you're lying. And then if you're not lying, you say no cap. Wait, Jordan. I am shook right now. I don't know what you're talking about. Like these are the things that make you want to give up on life. So cap means lying. Yes. Since when? So like cap I, means lying. So if you say cap, you're lying. If you say no cap, no lying. Yeah. Like so. Here's an example. I'm like, man, I pull vaulted right over that there mountain. You say cap, and I say no, 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 no oh, cap. My brain hurts a little bit. It's this okay. Let's right. move on. This one's this one's also really important. Um, uh, bussin, bussin right open. If you do it, take it back. You're so bussin right. She's moving her booty. She's bussin. No. She's bussin out of her booty. No, jeans. that's that's see that's that's, that's bustin. That's millennials. Conjugate. Wait, bussin. That's our definition of. Are bussin. you bussin? She's bussin. That means she's um. That means she's riding on the bus. Mm -mm. Okay, hold on. Let me check it. That girl's bussin. She's busting. She's voluptuous. She's booty. She got it going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, she, I'll give it to you. Is it, she voluptuous? It's what you would say if something was really good. So. Oh, that sandwich is busting. Yes. I'm going to need to write Correct. that one down. Correct. Okay. <sighs> hmm. Things that we could go. Hmm. Okay. Moving on to the next thing that makes you go. Hmm. hmm. This one is so crazy. Have you heard about the killer Panera lemonade drinks? What? No. There have been two people that have died from the Panera lemonades. Okay, let me tell you, it is popping off all over TikTok. So Panera makes a drink. It's called a charged lemonade, aka it's a caffeinated lemonade. The only problem is it is the large has more caffeine than a Red Bull and a Monster combined. Oh, which is like four hundred milligrams of caffeine. And when you look at the drink, it just looks like a nice lemonade. It just looks like any other drink. You know, has a big drink with a straw and everything looks very juicy. There are countless TikToks of people buying and trying this charged lemonade, and apparently it has some crazy side effects. Well, obviously, it's four hundred milligrams of yeah, caffeine, I mean, and you're just like downing it. You're gonna have anxiety and increased heart rate. All these things. But here's where things take a turn. This is kind of sad. An Ivy League student with a heart condition died after she drank Panera's bread, Panera Bread's charged lemonade, a large cup of which contains more caffeine than Red Bull Monster Energies combined. According to the lawsuit, 
This is the second death said to be caused by Panera lemonade. Apparently because of the mis, uh, or misinformation or yeah. misrepresentation of information when you're buying the drink, this person thought that it was more of like an electrolyte drink because of like charge or like energy, like hydration, you know, like that's all the, the mm. craze these days. I don't know the details about the lawsuit, but I got us something for today. No, you ready? You didn't. You ready? Let me see this. All the sips. So you and I are going to try it on camera. Okay, hold on. Let me describe this. If you're not watching video, you're doing this wrong. But let me tell you something. There's no warning label. Yeah, no, it's just a regular cup. There's no nutritional facts. And also you're drinking like with ice and a big juicy straw. It's kind of like you're drinking out of your Stanley. Like you're just chugging liquid, kind of like drinking a... Wait, cheers. Cheers. It looks really good. It's pink and it's beautiful. That's really hard because that tastes straight like lemonade. Lemonade tastes, it does not taste like any energy drink. You know what? I am usually so not on the side of like these types of cases. Like the person that got like burnt by a cup of coffee. At at, McDonald's. Like that's so just like ambulance chaser lawsuits thing. This is actually dangerous. It's delicious. This is dangerous. Like I'm being honest with y'all, Stella could drink that and she wouldn't think that it was anything other than lemonade. That's dangerous, man. It is kind of scary, especially like- I don't even okay. want to drink it all. Don't, hey, you cannot drink this because you'll have a No, I will attack. literally die. Um, I don't know, something else that kind of scares me about this is, I, this is just me being like a mom, you know, I'm probably being like a Karen or whatever, but like caffeine for pregnant people is like- Really Really, dangerous. really just not advised. And you know, you're only supposed to have like a cup of coffee a day. It's just really not good for you when you're pregnant. and. Like if I just saw this and I was like, I wouldn't think that that was caffeinated at all. And I feel like it could do some like major damage. Oh my gosh. How much sugar is in this? I think it's a lot. We should look at the nutritional facts. While you're pulling that up, you know, this reminds me, um, have you ever heard of the energy drink called Redline? No. I think it was like an eighth grade boys culture back in the day, but we used to have land parties. You know what those are? Uh, We go out on the land and party. No, no, no. We would all (laughs) bring our Xboxes to one person's house and we would like literally play video games and the whole goal was to stay up all night. And so, the, so cu- cute of y'all. the culture of it was who can stay up the longest and like people would drop by f- like as flies, like two o'clock in the morning, you would ha- lose like two people, four o'clock. But the, the, the crowning achievement was like, if someone was like, just came in absolutely like packing energy, it's because they drank a red line. And the <laughs> red culture, lion? red line. Okay. The culture around red lines was that like, this is how they marketed it. And I don't yeah. know if they marketed it to kids, but it was like equivalent to doing cocaine. Like that's what all the kids knew it as. It's like, oh dude, he did a red line. Oh man, he's yeah, like, he's gonna like, be up all night. Well, cause the kids, you're like also not fully developed to like be able to even metabolize. I feel like that type of stuff. No, and so this reminds me of that where it's like, I wonder if they're marketing to Gen Z by being like, oh, can you survive the, 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 the charged lemonade the or charged whatever. Lim- well, it's kind of like all the craze. And, but you know, we're all, I love me some caffeine, but sometimes I don't want something that tastes like caffeine, but that's why it's dangerous. Yeah. Like, honestly, the reason I don't drink so much like coffee in the morning, like too much caffeine is because I like coffee and I like the taste, but like, I can't chug like a whole yeah. cup of it. So the fact I could just chug this in like two seconds, you know, I drink really fast too. 
Um, so Did I was look looking up, up the, yes. So I was looking up the nutritional facts. This has 50 grams of sugar. I don't oh know if gosh. that was like the large or not. That might've been the medium. That's which like is, what? Five Cokes? No, a Coke has 52 grams of sugar. So it's oh, about like a, well, good but you. I don't know if that was the nutritional facts for a large, but about, you know, about that range. So I don't know what, what do you think about this lawsuit? So just to clarify, you know, someone is suing Panera because they feel like the brand misrepresented the, I guess the advertising behind like what this lemonade actually is. They yeah. thought it was more about electrolytes. Who do you side with? What do you think the jury will decide? See, this is one of those times I wish we had like more like vlog style podcasts because we would totally leave the house, go into <laughs> Panera and I would want to see all of the marketing yeah. that is available. But if you have 400 milligrams of caffeine, I feel like you should have a warning label. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like it should come in the same cup cup that you can use it like a soda fountain Good point it should be like pre-packaged yep like if you open it you're opening at your own risk True. like i actually feel like probably what's going to happen is they're going to win the lawsuit well they're not going to win the lawsuit they're going to settle yeah panera's going to pay a lot of money just to get out of this but it seems pretty dangerous honestly yeah i to be honest like i agree with you because nowadays especially i feel like we just trust you trust that whatever you're ordering yeah. is okay for you you don't you don't sometimes feel like you do enough i don't feel like i do enough research and i'm like asking well what is it what's in it or is it this or is that and so maybe that is on the consumer but um if i if i just read something that says charge lemonade i wouldn't assume caffeine i don't know why i just wouldn't something makes you go hmm. Hmm. good luck panera okay this is just a little story but I want to I want to address it because it's kind of like popping off like all over the headlines and like Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Have you heard about the pandemic skip? Hmm. Pandemic skip. Basically, we don't have to talk about it too much. I think it's really interesting though. But it's it's basically like our brains have a concept of time based on like events, right? And so it's like, oh, I went to my son's baseball game. I went to this. Yeah. So during the pandemic, we're all like in this really groundhog day type of lifestyle. Yeah. We're stuck in our houses, et cetera. Um, apparently now it's almost like people are realizing I was almost asleep for three years and now I'm just hitting play again in 2024. Yeah. There's a lot of like loss of memory, loss of like, uh, understanding of what happened the past, you know, three years, people, yeah. people feel, oh my gosh, I just woke up and I'm now 25 with three kids, you know, what happened? And it's all because like, we don't have like the memories of all the different things that happened during the pandemic. That's so funny. Um, is there an opportunity to disagree with that? <laughs> yeah. Please. I just, it's just science. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Danny I would Austin, have to see the science behind this. I, why are you so skeptical? What's the, what's the conspiracy here? I think people are just putting a term to something that like, I, like they woke up and had three kids. I feel that same way too. I think my parents probably felt the same way too. Like just time flies. And honestly, I feel like I remember the moments of the pandemic stronger than I remember anything because it was so unusual. Like I remember like the first time that I had to play a game at my house because I literally couldn't leave the house. I remember the time that like my parents brought over and dropped off dinner because I couldn't see them. Like the, I can't remember the other mundane moments that were just like the other past 10 years of my life. That's the, fair. The, the pandemic is something I'll never forget. It's like, where were you on 9-11? I'm like, where were you when you found out that you had to wear masks to the grocery store? Like, it's like yeah. those moments I feel like are stand out to me so strong. So I don't know, to me, people are just always trying to put terms on something and like, I just don't. I don't really believe in it. 
Mm. That's that's a mic drop moment. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. Just sometimes I just don't. I don't know. Okay, what's the next story? Okay. So um this was so because you know, we are cruise people and we love a good cruise. We Do we been, though? Because I've been trying to get you to go on one since our honeymoon and you just As have, I've gotten older, my taste in cruises has become a little bit more bougie. I'm looking for something a little bit more elevated than Carnival. Yeah. Um I got the only reason I will say that is because remember when I got like what was it, like yellow fever or something? <laughs> on a cruise okay this is actually a funny story we're, we're trudging through alaska it's alaskan cruise no we were on a norwegian cruise and we were about to go we were going to see the bears okay so we're on a bear tour like literally with these little brown bears and like i no, they came out though they, yeah that's a different Sorry for a different time. The bears almost ate us. We'll talk about it later. Um, I literally have like 105 fever. I'm on my deathbed. I start to get a rash all over my body. I have chills, fever, aches, and like literally we're touring with the bears. And I'm like, babe, like I am not well. Like I need to go back to the ship. <laughs> I go back to the ship and I go to the emergency room and they take off all my clothes. I have a rash all over my body. They're, and this guy that like barely speaks English. He was Russian. He was like Russian and like this doc, like they had all these doctors that did speak english and they're like mm -hmm, like yellow fever and i'm like yellow fever like <laughs> what clear. time period is it right now like literally i was they're so like, take her to the hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like we had to they had to quarantine me and um yeah so ever since then and that that was before the pandemic i've been a little skeptical of cruises the hard part about cruise doctors and i've heard this across the board is like they don't really prioritize the doctors on board. And the problem with, with this doctor was he didn't really know what you had. And do you remember this? He kept like giving you a shot and being like, come back if it's still like not healed. And we yeah. had to go back like four yes. times. And it's funny because we didn't really have any money back then. And so every time we went, it, it was, was like thousands of dollars. Yeah. And, and, and we were trying to like work through this with him and he just didn't understand. He's like, he's like yellow fever. <laughs> and I'm like, you mean death? Like, what do you mean yellow fever? Oh my gosh. So ever since then, I've been a little yeah. scared. And so I would do a cruise. I feel like I would just do the ones that have less people, which just in turn typically are more expensive. Yeah. Just because I'm scared of, of that again. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, but no, I still love a good cruise. We did, uh, celebrity cruises are so great. Like I loved, I loved our cruise. So the question is, there's a cruise. This is the story. Yeah, sorry. Let me get, you know, I'm just getting sidetracked with my yellow fever story. Um, so here is the story. People are on a cruise right now for nine months straight. They are actually taking a nine month straight cruise. Um, so everybody's kind of freaking out about this and like documenting it. So to me, this is not that shocking. I don't know why. I don't know. To me, it sounds like a prison. It does sound like a prison on water, but to me, this just sounds like a year long, like a year long of like working at summer camp or something. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I can keep telling you Royal Caribbean cruise lines added a new ultimate world cruise to their offerings. The first cruise set sail on December 10th. It will remain at sea for the next nine months. That's 274 nights. The cruise departed from Miami and will visit all seven continents, 60 different countries. That's pretty sweet. 64 nights in South America and Antarctica, 87 nights in Asia and the Pacific, 63 nights in the Middle East and Mediterranean, and 63 nights in Europe before returning back to Miami. Fares went from $60,000 to over $100,000. 
Each fair included food, drinks, Wi-Fi, onboard, entertainment, and laundry, to name a few amenities. So a lot of people are like documenting their time on TikTok. And some of the people that went are like older and retired. Then you have some young college students, 20 age school students. Um, some people are on the ship doing homeschool with their parents. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's just not that shocking. Cause think about also like I had a friend that um, like she was, she sang on a cruise ship. Yeah. So she like basically lived on a cruise ship for like, for a year. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it isn't that shocking, but could you imagine those rooms are really small? Yeah, but babe, that's like also saying Some like you of them live don't in, have windows. Yeah, but it's like living in New York, like you just sleep in there and you don't like just spend all your time in the little room. Like you go out and in like explore a new country every day, essentially. Okay. Like just imagine this though. You know, they have what two weeks rotations of different shows, entertainment, DJ sets, like you know, like when you work at summer camp, like everything just starts to feel really like the same. That's where it kind of starts feeling like a horror movie to me, where so, it's like you're you're six months in and it's like, okay, I'm going to watch like Moana. I'm going to be the realist on this as well. So I had what typically if I if I had to bet money, what is happening is what you can do is like they'll shop in Barcelona and people can Barcelona. be- Barcelona, they'll stop in Barcelona and people, some people can get back on the ship and go back and sleep in their room. A lot of them can stay and like take two weeks off and then just meet at the next port. So I can't imagine they're actually sleeping. It's just a way of transportation. Like it's not that crazy to me. So basically what you're saying is you're, you don't think this is newsworthy. I really don't, (laughs) to be honest. I think this is really silly and it's just, yeah, it's not. It's okay. You're you're here with the strong takes today. The pandemic skipped. You're not into (laughs) nine months cruises. You are not into. Well, because I had friends that worked on cruise ships and that's what they would do. They would go off and explore for, I'm just being realistic. You're a realist. You're a realist. I understand. I understand. The only thing I would say to you, Danny, is that it's like when you work at summer camp, you become family with the people that you work with, right? It's like you are bonded yeah, it's for like life. Yeah, kind of like your community. That would be a cool thing about being on the ship is like you're traveling the world. It's probably like- I love that part of the it. The class of 2023 Royal Caribbean <laughs> Caribbean world tour. <laughs> they become family. Yeah, they become family. I love that part of it. I think that's so that really, it's like cool. your neighbors. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. You do life together. Yeah. It's like a neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> hmm so my mom did talk about taking us us on a cruise for for christmas it didn't end up working out maybe next year we'll see um but speaking of christmas we want to announce last week's winners congrats to Corey mendenhall and whitney pence so my team is sending you an email and we are fulfilling your christmas wish list we have two winners again this week up to 500 dollars value we're going to fill your christmas wish list all you have to do is leave a review and answer the question on the box or in the box on spotify We love you guys. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later. Bye.